Why, you stuck-up, half-witted, scruffy-looking nerve herder! Who's scruffy-looking? You might want to buckle up, baby. I just assumed it's a woman. Folks, ladies and gentlemen, creatures and people, here we are, Scruffy Looking Podcasters, episode number 75. Today is June 24, 2019. I am one of your co-hosts, Jimmy Dice, here in the digital wonderland that is the internet. And over with me, one of our other co-hosts, Mr. Ed Bossar. What's up, buddy? That's me. (laughs) (laughs) And over in England... Third, that makes his trifecta, Mr. Kev Garbett. What's up, buddy? He's back. He's back. The Empire Strikes Back. Oh, fucking turn. Oh, good man. Everybody now switches off and goes, that fucker's back. Let's fucking leave it. Switch off. Everybody. Nice to be back, boys. How are we? Good, good, good. But you know, this episode is also very special because we have another special guest on who visited us once before, live, not live, when we were at Celebration this past year in Chicago, Mr. David Strutt. What's up, buddy? Hey, howdy, 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 guys. Good to see you, man. Good times, and you. And hear you, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, folks. And here. Oh, yeah. See, hear, heard, smelt, and felt. So, folks, you can send us an email, scruffypodcasters at gmail.com. Uh, don't forget, like us on Facebook, slash scruffypodcasters. You can follow us on Twitter, uh, at scruffypodcast. Myself, James, at Hebert207, Ed, at scruffyedb, Kev, at kpg1974, and Mr. David Strutt, at David Strutt, heard. S-T-R-U-T-T. Yeah. As a void, yeah, as opposed to STI, anyways. Um, so, folks, leave us some reviews. Check us out on the internet. Download us on iTunes, all this other stuff. And uh, that's it. And here we are, and here we go, boys. Episode 75. Nice. We had a good week, guys. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Not bad. You? Yeah. yeah, I mean, I can go first. It was pretty short. Yeah. Short, yeah. I got. So last week I talked about how I got an itty bitty Lando, and then I found online as we were podcasting <laughs> the Lando from Solo itty bitty. So I ordered that and got it in, and then I compared the two. This is almost an "Are you kidding?" <laughs> no, 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 no. This is a definite "Are you kidding?" <laughs> Look at and, these. That's and it. one is like, like Lando, like Solo Lando looks like he's in a tanning booth all day. Every day, and oh, then <clears throat> Empire Strikes Back Lando looks almost white in comparison. 
So this is the it's the Michael Jackson Lando. This is isn't it. This- <laughs> Like, oh, I'm so glad someone said that. Not me. <laughs> he changed his mind. Are you kidding me? Yeah, come on. You know, you were all thinking it. So then this prompted me to look at all the Funkos I have and figures I have of Lando, and it's all the same color. All the same color. So literally, you've been sitting there comparing Lando's color. <laughs> from movie to movie yeah. <laughs> everything that you own Lando you go hang on a minute that's slightly off that's not that colour that's, that's a bit Lando's actually related to that Lando my um <laughs> the skiff guard like 12 inch I think it's 12 his skin's a little darker than the Barbie one from Empire Strikes Back but anyway you all wanted to know that we, we definitely <laughs> I will sleep well tonight no, we <laughs> thank uh, you so much the Lando oh. color checker. <laughs> I've, got to, I've got to be honest though that like you know when you sent the the, the pictures of uh, the new one that you've got the solo Lando. It's amazing the difference between the two. How have they let that way happen? darker? Yeah, yeah. How is that like? Same <laughs> company. Best, same. Yeah, maybe it's know. maybe it's best in. Maybe it's kind of you know it's like there's a skin. <laughs> Tone and the color and everything. <laughs> There's no UV rays on Bestman. You know, it's a band of gas kind of to flex it off. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, that's my week. Well, I mean, I, I can say I watched Captain Marvel finally, but. <clears throat> oh. Which I, I liked. I liked it. Yeah. There's some I lines I was like, that's a little cheesy, but overall, I liked it. So you I'm... saw that after you saw Endgame? Correct. I saw them in reverse. <laughs> I wanted to wait till it was on DVD for some reason for Captain Marvel. I wanted to wait so you could have that genuine experience of like, wait, who the fuck is this character? Randomly show up. <laughs> yep. I like the cat just, bit. Have you seen it, Dave? I don't want to oh, ruin fucking, it. Yeah, yeah, fucking. Yeah. It's, yeah, that was awesome. It's, it's when, like, the fir- when it finally kind of like, you know, Reveals Pop. itself to eat that Pops guy. Out, yeah. <laughs> just Samuel Jackson's reaction to that. It's just it's hilarious. <laughs> and then he ma- and then he scratches him and he goes blind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just a cat scratch. will be fine. And everyone's like, <sighs> yeah. Teeth That's why he has the patch. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. So repet- good. There's a repetition about that online because <laughs> people were pissed yeah. off at that. Was there really? It's not- no, 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 I'm just saying, because that's not how it oh, happens, really. It's, it probably like, sure it's probably some people lost their shit under that one. Like, oh, You're going to trigger oh, yeah, me if you put a petition out there, yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, yeah. Kev, how about you? Um, well, I started Alphabet Squadron, finally, uh, and I am about a third, third three. We're going to talk about that in a bit, aren't we? Is that right? Yes, we yeah. are going to go full-on review. That's you, Jimmy. So I'm a third of the way through that, but the big, the big motherfucker arrived today. Another, another, oh, another sideshow toy. Which one? So this one was the. It's what I ordered ages ago. It's the Princess Leia premium format one. So this has cost me fucking. <laughs> shit loads of fucking money a fucking house payment I'm fucking love on the street dude love more the, more than a house payment a... <laughs> uh, do you know what do you know what the worst thing is yeah, I know we joke about this on this fucking podcast I haven't, I haven't taken it out of the box yet you have like you have like three you haven't taken out of the box yet. 
<laughs> it's only arrived today. It's only arrived today. So, um, so for that, the premium formats are slightly bigger than the six scale ones. So this is quite a um, a major one. So um, I'll send some pics when I've unboxed it. But that's came to come today. But other than that, it's nothing, nothing much. Have you, Have you unboxed all your figures? Other than that, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to get displayed, but. Similar to Dave, I know Dave moved, Power moved house about uh, two years ago, and I've still got loads to do on it. So I'm going to have a little display thing of where they're going to go when that room's done, because I've got like three bedrooms here, and two are done, but one isn't. So the one is going to have a few of my, that's going to be my scary room, yeah. all right? That's going to be your spank fucking, room. fucking Star Wars spank scary fucking, <laughs> how many more alliteration of S's do you want in there? That's going to be fucking scary as hell in that room. <laughs> I tell you what, I'm looking at that Qui-Gon. I'm, man, I just need a little push, a little twist of the, the arm. Giving it the good eye. What you on about? I was pushing you today, dude. I know. So, it's know, only on. it's it's only four easy payments of $52. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, see, I fall for that every every time. It's like when I pre-order one, it's like only nine installments of fifty dollars, and you go, "Fuck you, know that's cheap, isn't it?" I love that. Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, what I forget to realise is that it ends up being five hundred odd dollars, and you have to then pay your shipping. And I fucking got stung on import tax as well. Um, oh really? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, of course. Yeah. Oh, leave that, that being brutal. That that winded me. Oh, I'm telling yeah, you, Kev, you got to get out. I've got to. I'm so glad I don't have to deal with that shit anymore. <laughs> yeah, I send uh, I sent a friend of mine a Tom Brady jersey from uh, the New England Patriots. That's a uh, pretty popular football team here in the U.S. Fuck um, He spent more on the import taxes based on what it was worth than I paid yeah. for the goddamn thing. Mm. Like, yeah. It's it's huh. weird, and I've never worked it out, like because. Sometimes I don't get, I don't get a, any charge on it, and then occasionally I just get something. Something will be completely out of the blue, but yeah. this one hit. This one hit me hard because it's such a weighty big figure. Beautiful. Um, mm, so, um, but yeah, that's that's my couple of weeks in Star Wars. So I will. I'll send pics when I put it together. It's, it's, but it is coming out of the box. Don't worry. Yeah. She's coming out. Yeah. She's coming out. Coming. <laughs> nice. James. Nice. James. <laughs> Um, well, uh, I reread portions of Alphabet Squadron randomly in preparation for this review today. But uh, the biggest thing I got, um, I got this dude. I got, I, I, I got a lightsaber. Whoa, 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 whoa! Are you kidding me? Oh, <laughs> yeah. This is dude. news. Oh, it's mine. <laughs> I left it there. <laughs> It's absolutely beautiful. It's a uh, Luke Skywalker replica. Oh, that's nice, dude. Return of dude, Jedi. Jimmy, would you take $40 for that? Uh, I'd probably take like mm, 20, 20 bucks yeah. for it. Yeah, yeah. and then $400. And then $400 in <laughs> I know, right? I think, well, I think it needs to be charged up, though, Ed. It's, uh, it wasn't igniting. Are you pressing down Maybe on it? Maybe I'm not doing it right. It's dropped, it's dropped it in the toilet. Oh, you probably broke it. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, though, I didn't find it until like yesterday, halfway through the day, because you're like, I'm going to set it here, and it stayed there. Yeah, we never the- fought. We were going to fight. 
we were going to fight and we didn't. So I had a big party this Saturday. Um, just over at the house, just a couple of guys, fellow dads, and uh, we got after it pretty good. And um, Ed left his lightsaber behind. That's how fucking great that party was. That's how Hard. fucked up I was. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, that weapon's your life. <sighs> Fuck, I lost it again. <laughs> Try not to lose it. Try not to lose it, Edward. Kill me. <laughs> I'm going to be the death right. of you. Yeah. So that's my that's my week in Star Wars. It's kind of lame, kind of kind of slow. Getting back to work, you know, the whole grind. Yeah. You know what the worst thing about that was, though, is that Ed didn't even know it was missing. No, I didn't. No, <laughs> no yeah. <laughs> and I thought about telling you, and I was like, fuck it. Like, no. At, at no point has Ed said I, it. It would have taken a couple days. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a couple days. More than yeah, yeah. a couple days that already happened. Um, <laughs> Speaking of lightsaber, we are now entering two and a half months since I ordered my Vader's Vault lightsaber. <laughs> I haven't gotten any update on it. It said eight to twelve weeks, so it's not coming. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You've not ordered it from uh, what they called have you? Novos, no. <laughs> oh. Yeah. yeah. That's hard. Seriously, yeah. Ed, you ain't getting that. You ain't getting that. Well, I mean, this, it literally tells you eight to twelve weeks. Are you sure? <clears throat> it's like, yeah, fuck it. Uh, yeah. Have you paid for it? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, dare, dare I ask? No, you shouldn't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> goddamn coward! I'm Actually, I've, I've just put my old price list of my goddamn hot tubs. It is on, on the, the lower end of Vader's vault lightsabers. If you're wondering. Mm. Okay, but. It does have only, it does have all the colors and the sounds. It's gonna be fucking awesome. You've only you've only said that because you think Gina might listen, aren't you? That is the only. It reason. was <laughs> it was so worth it. Please <laughs> trust me. Believe me when I say. Or someone that's listening might tell her. <laughs> <laughs> I knew there was a reason. Don't piss me off, yeah. Ed. Ed, what you got to do? You just got to say, "Look, love it. We're only it was only fifty dollars." That's all it was. All right, that's the last time I bring up this Vader's Vault lightsaber <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> Tell me off air. Tell me off air. I'm dying to know. I'm dying to know. Dave. So when you, go to, oh. when you go to Galaxy's Edge, you won't be doing the lightsaber thing? Uh, no, probably not. Okay. The, right, the cool. nature one looks intriguing, though. That's the only... Of yeah, all, of all kinda, the ones. Yeah. I kind of dig that. I was hoping there'd be one like... Um, Gunji's lightsaber from Clone Wars, you know that like wooden handle. Yeah, that, that was. That's kind of what I thought they were kind of like gonna go for, but it, yeah, they don't look quite as good. And they yeah, look the the uh, diameter of them looks a little bigger than I'm used to seeing. Oh. Heard, heard. <laughs> <laughs> we still talking about lightsabers? Okay, uh, <laughs> Dave, did you anything happen with you recently? We can go recent. Uh, um. Star Wars wise, or yeah, whatever. Or, I mean, uh, uh, yeah. Um, well, I'm oh, you were on a podcast. You were on. A, about, oh yeah, Star well, Wars yeah, spelled uh, out. Right? I was on spell out. Oh god, I don't know. Like four weeks ago, I think it was. Sweet. Um, which was great to speak to uh, to Josh again. You know, it's it's always a pleasure. Yeah. Um, For those that don't yeah, know, Josh uh, Chapman does yes, a podcast called Star Wars Spelt Out, and where he interviews people, right? And yeah, it's, um, 
kind of talks i mean if there is any kind of like big news they kind of like you know briefly kind of like skim through it but yeah it's mostly just kind of like a uh interview kind of you know nice yeah you did a good job how you got into it yeah it was good it was Sweet, it was man. fun it was fun um alphabet squadron I said yeah i've listened to about halfway through that i actually did get the um uh the book itself but i was kind of like oh man i've got to see if i can finish this off before uh i'm on the podcast with you guys and so i was like okay i'll better get the uh audio book get so the audio book kind of just, just like blast through it but yeah that didn't really happen it's usually only one person actually like reads the book by the time we talk about it on the podcast <laughs> or we'll just like not talk about the book forever thrown <laughs> <laughs> we keep saying, "Oh yeah, we'll we'll review Thrawn." Yeah, yeah we've yeah. all read that as well. We've all read that as well. Yeah. Oh yeah. So um, I don't even remember what happened in it. No, <laughs> I can't remember now. I, I can't remember. It was it was so long ago. I know by this um, point, Jesus. I've kind of got a got a uh, stack of um, uh, comic books to get through as well. I'm like. I'm like eight weeks behind on my comic books as well. So I've got like a stack of about, I don't know, about 20 odd, 20 odd books ranging from, you know, like the Age of Rebellion ones, the Galaxy's Tire Fighter, Afro. Um, but the one thing that I was really happy to finally get this week was the uh, six inch black series, Mimban Han. Han. Ooh. Ooh. Finally. It. It's Han. Han. Uh, Han. Han. It's definitely Han. Han. It's the yeah. back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I finally got that after just trying to find it for so long, kind of, because it's finding, like, those things out in the wild here in Salt Lake City is just, it's just so difficult. I think that's mm. one I've seen oh, right? a bunch here. Yeah, it's, it's so hard. And so I finally was kind of like, oh, I wonder what it's like on... Amazon and it was going for like thirty, thirty-five dollars, and I was like, "Not a chance!" But yeah. finally, last week it dropped back down to twenty. So I was like, "Yep, mm-hmm. bye, bye, bye." So, twenty yeah. or less. Twenty or less. Awesome, man. I like that nice. figure. That the his armor and shit. Is, oh yeah, it's, it's great. I mean, it, when it's on my shelf, it's not going to be in a a a. It it won't be a. Minban kind of hard, and it's going to be you know another trooper variant because that's basically what I kind of go for in the Black Series is just mm. troopers. So I've got yep. like a lineup of every single one from across the uh, across all the films, kind of like a, a Neanderthal man kind of thing, you know, coming out the sword, <laughs> and, you go, yeah, and getting bigger and bigger and taller. So kind of like a Evolution of the stormtrooper kind that's, of things. That's awesome, yeah. man. Do you get any of the imperial officers as well, or just the troopers? Uh, I, the only the only uh, officer I've got is Veers. Um, yep. right that's because he's kind of you know decked out in his um, yeah his right. his Mimban outfit. His, uh, <laughs> so to, to a certain degree, yeah, it is actually. Yeah, so I've never thought about that. That's, that's really oh, here's, his his field his field you know his field Jimmy, it's true you just it's true, ruined that figure it's true. nah so so wait you're saying you don't collect them by just looking at the numbers 
<laughs> like oh. Kev does. Oh, oh God. No, I don't do that no more. I've, I've decided no. No, Kev didn't even look at the figures. He just looked at the numbers. We're like, all right, do I have twelve or? Yeah, you know when I, when I buy the boxes, I turn them, <laughs> turn them to the sides, so and I could just see the numbers. I could not oh, give man. a shit about the figures. I just go look. 49, I, 50, 51, 52, 53, 54. Beautiful. That looks dude, great. I've seen that on people's shelves. You're joking. Just oh, like, no. Like, like six, six shelves just full of red. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, who cares what's in them? Just look I, at the I number. I could be anything. Oh, wow, look at that. One to 73. Huh. All right. How much you want for it? Can you remember when wow. we looked at the exclusives and the exclusives don't have the numbers at the side? And it was like... That was like freak them out. They just just be like, oh yeah. The OCD is like, like, oh shit. The collection. Where do I put it? Get me a black pen. Seventy three (laughs) A. Yeah. Get me another one. Oh my god. No, I don't. I I just collect. I've only got the black series. I've got a few of the um, kind of expanded universe ones. Um, But mainly, I collect the solo stuff. So I've got everyone from solo. but so I decided uh, you can't. There's too many to collect on their own. Yeah, and um, there's just too many. But I am tempted to get some of the newer ones, some of the bounty hunters. I know um, they look amazing. The Bosque figure yeah. looks amazing. That looks the detail on that looks stunning. So I'm tempted, but we'll see. We will see. Yeah. Anything sure, else, Dave? Sure. Uh. Well, you're kind of setting up your new place, right? Because you just moved. Yeah, I, yeah. So it's 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 I've kind of, I've got my, I've got my corner, kind of sorted out, and I've put everything that I did have in the old house, in a box, um, and yeah, just kind of once I kind of put some paint on that wall and attach some shelves to it, then I'll be kind of going all out because I've got three boxes of, to it. I've got like, all the current books the art of the Macquarie few kind of pictures and then all my kind of old figures from when I grew up and then I've got another and then I've got another uh, and then I've got 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 another five boxes in the garage (laughs) which I've never never been able to put out so it's like all right that'll be fun it's gonna be great it's gonna be great it's it's never going to be really done because I no matter mm. you know every single time I look at it I'm going to be like that needs to be moved. <laughs> I don't need this here. I don't even look at this anymore. I need room for yeah. this thing now. I think some of it I am going to kind of have on rotation. Um, yeah. You know, just kind of refresh it from time yeah, to time. Yeah, keep, keep it my fresh. Staples, but my staples is like my vintage stuff, my troopers and books. Nice. Yeah, and our, our listeners know it's a pretty common scruffy looking topic to talk about <laughs> home does desi- home decorating <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh my god dude i'm doing that right now man i'm still not done with my friggin' office i've been dicking around for it for what oh six months <laughs> oh i added a no, red that's, light that's nothing that's nothing i've been i've been in this house for two years and i'm still like a bedroom down <laughs> yeah I'm you still, still like, have yeah. a picture of a desert behind you and it should be something star wars I don't. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's Tatooine. It's Tatooine. Oh, yeah. well that's said. true. Yeah. Well said. Yeah. yeah it's not Monument Valley. It's Tatooine. Now, this <laughs> is pod racing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Awful. Oh. <laughs> All right. Um, let's move to Are You Kidding Me? So, Are You Kidding Me is a segment 
where we take anything in Star Wars that makes one say, shit, I'm not ready. Are you kidding me? There we go. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> you know what it makes you say? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Uh, here we go. Uh, shit, I'm not ready. Shit! Are you kidding me? A surprise, to be sure. But it worked well. So, Kev, take it away. Oh, well. Well, I've, I've, I've got two. I've got two. Okay. Right? So, because... Um, so, do you right, the first one... Um relates to one it's a follow-up to one that i did i don't know if you remember can you remember when johnny was on when johnny grasso was on oh yeah and i did the are you kidding me um I'll, a bit of background just to people that watch it um not far from where i live in leicestershire um um i live in derbyshire but there was basically there was a load a, a guy who used to work at palatoy which where the officers were based in leicestershire in colville found a load of old vintage star wars things in his basically in his attic oh, and one okay. of the and um, i don't know if you remember at the time i talked about he found a vintage tie bomber still, oh, yeah still in the box <clears throat> yeah and this week it, it addicts auction so oh it, and i talked about it at the time and i said it broke the day i think when when johnny was on the news broke and there's quite a lot there was loads of like old vintage stuff in the auction and everything and another one was like a a carded empire strikes back boba fett Ooh. um which mm-hmm. was another rare one and everything so yeah the auction was last week on the 20th and um yeah it was they took it for an estimate which i mentioned at the time and it was estimated at like 250 to 300 quid uh, which is what 400 odd dollars and yeah we all know it was gonna fucking fly over that it was gonna absolutely batter it <laughs> no pun intended but this well Batter, yeah, he says. Yeah, hey, I'm going to read a quote which is really funny in a minute. It was like, so, but basically, so they went on the auction, and I, I didn't go to the auction because I was working. Although it, it was the auction was about 20 uh-huh. miles from where I live, and but I was watching it online because you could stream it. <clears throat> so I thought I'm going to, I'm going to log in and I'm going to watch the auction live and see what it fetches. And the Thai bomber fetched 10 times its estimate. <laughs> oh my god yeah. oh wow it, wow it fe- it fetched, in the end it fetched like 2100 pound which i think what's that about 2008 2800 pounds now dude that's like wait 2100 pounds that's about yeah. that's four grand no yeah yeah the times two multiplier times no, two quite, no no god, dude what year is it? 1992. <laughs> 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 oh, Dave, I remember those days. They were great looking. Oh, it was brilliant. It's only a buck yeah. 27? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, we only get about £1.3 pounds of the dollar yeah. now. If, yeah, and that's wow. on a good day. Thanks for um, Brexit. A mighty yeah. oh. God bless Brexit. God bless it. Um, so, yeah, but I, I think it's. Kev, about, you need to get out. <laughs> you need your own Brexit. That's the new Brexit. It's the Brexit. It's a personal Brexit. Just me. Brexit yourself right the fuck out of there. Uh, it's the Kevzit. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. <laughs> oh, I need that on a t shirt. Just, so, just so people can ask me what the hell it's all about. 
yeah, we should all have one at celebration. You go, what the fuck is that? Is that Star Wars or like? <laughs> you go, listen to our podcast. So yeah, I think I think so. It fetched like ten times its estimate. So wow. just amazing. So and then the Boba Fett, um, I th- that fetched two thousand three hundred pound. Yeah, and basically it was a mint condition Empire Strikes Back. What's it? They had another one for sale with a slight damage in it that fetched nine hundred quid. But basically, um, it, it was unbelievable. It was just phenomenal like watching this auction line it said it's been one of the best auctions that they've had there you know for the, like the star wars vintage stuff and there wasn't a load of stuff but um yeah so nice 10 times its estimate yeah um yeah. so two thousand apparently 2675 us dollars yeah wow yeah that's phenomenal on a dupe <laughs> on a dupe <laughs> nice tie in the later. you like that you like that Oh, I like that <coughs> review. <laughs> Alphabet Squadron. Yeah, so there you go. There you go. But uh, the second one is it's a bit funnier. Um, my, my friend Mark sent me this one. And it just made it's just hilarious. Mark's good for so, a cut. And are you kidding me? Yeah, he's great, isn't he? It's, it's great. good for a laugh. Bloody <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's a bloody good old laugh. So, so um, there's a seal. And I'm talking to you, S E A L, in Scotland, <laughs> which basically um, they, they they have taught the seal to do the Star Wars oh. theme song. <laughs> Wait, so you're saying a, a seal sings the Star Wars theme song? This is a genuine seal. Basically, they've huh. um, the, the, apparently. Um, well, I mean, this combines my love of nature and my love of Star Wars, basically. So it's, uh, God bless David Attenborough, the greatest man living on the planet. And these, this seal, apparently, they can mimic like human sounds and human voices and everything. And there's a clip. I've sent you the clip, Ed. So can you play it? Can you play it? This is the sound of a computer playing the Star Wars theme. And a gray seal named Zola. Nailed it. Researcher Amanda Stansberry trained Zola and two other gray seal pups for a year. What's new about this research is we taught the seals how to imitate new sounds. Stansberry says first she recorded the seals, making their natural sounds, and played those sounds back to the seals. The seals learned that, hey, if I make the same noise back, I'm going to get a fish. Next, Stansberry played those same sounds at higher frequencies, And eventually, she strung a few of those notes together. Mark Hamill, who played Luke Skywalker, tweeted the study, writing, Another royalty for John Williams. Stansberry (laughs) offered the composer of the Star Wars theme an unusual payoff. The seals might be able to share some of their fish uh, while they're out there uh, back in the wild. Uh, That's about the only royalties that we're going to have for John Williams. Stansberry is now a supervisor at the El Paso Zoo in Texas. She says other animals, like birds and dolphins, can also learn sounds. But seals are unique because they have vocal cords. That might bring a new hope to human speech therapy. Daniela Cheslow, NPR News. Oh. Oh. There you go. There you go. So... Are you kidding me? <laughs> Do you know what? You know what the worst thing was that when I saw the headline for it, I thought of the singer Seal. I'm like, what's he fucking oh, doing? Right. <laughs> 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 oh, 
know, the crazy one. I was like, oh, fuck. They Why the fuck would he that. sing the Star Wars theme? Is he just, like, humming it? or? <laughs> oh, dear. So, that's a cracker, isn't it? I love that one. Fucking goddamn seal singing Star Wars. So, there you go. Two for you. Two for the price of one. That's pretty Two good. The price of one. That was a great one. Thank you. That was a good one. That was good. I mean, uh, the seal could have been a little more in tune, but. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll get Simon Cowell there. I'll get Simon Cowell himself. <laughs> Simon Cowell himself. Hey, Dave. Dave, did we ever do like a formal interview with you? No, I don't think so. No. Hey, that was good. I did that. I answered that without saying moving my lips. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for answering, guys. I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I, no. Okay. No. I'm going to start out, I'm going to ask you a question, and then I'm going to give it to the other scruffy fuckers, and they'll ask you questions. Um, so, Dave, yes. you're obviously a Star Wars fan, and um, what got you into Star Wars? What started your Star Wars journey, and what about it makes you All love right. it? I know that's a loaded question, but just... Oh, it is. I know, I know. It's, it's, it's fine. And it's always one that kind of when I've been asked, it's, I don't, it, it's like, I don't have like a first memory of Star Wars. It's like, I don't remember kind of sitting down and being kind of like, you know, and it just kind of like, you know, punching me in the face, which I know considering how big of a fan I am is a really weird I'm the, I'm the same. That question. I'm literally yeah. the same. Like I'm like Yeah, I I don't have any but the one thing that I always do remember is that I always remember having the figures and I always do remember that Return of the Jedi was my first Star Wars film that I watched because I was that kind of age. I mean, I was born in 1981. I didn't see it in the cinema, but it, but I know that that one there was the first one that I saw. I think when it aired on television for the first time. Um, but I also remember playing with the action figures when I was growing up, who it was really weird. It's when I first moved here, I didn't think about it, <clears throat> but when I first moved to the States and I was pulling all the gear out of my um, uh, parents' um, attic. How old were you? What, when I pulled them out of the... Yeah, yeah, how, when you moved... That's it. When oh, you, yeah. you moved to oh, the States. Oh, when I, when I moved to the States, it was only a year ago. Oh, okay, sorry. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just yeah. getting yeah, perspective, that's, sorry. That's why I've still got this accent. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they got out, fellas. Kev, it's possible. Kev, it's possible. No, no, no. <laughs> Dave's, my, Dave's now my role model. <laughs> <laughs> you you can get out. Ni- got to find yourself a nice American woman. Um, <laughs> stealing our women, stealing our women. <laughs> the women. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, when I was moving, I was p- kind of pulling everything out of storage, and I was going through all the vintage figures, which I knew I had, and I knew I'd been playing with them for like an age. But I'm going through, and there are some in there. It's like I've got like like some of like the first sixteen, and it was like. Yeah, those definitely weren't. So 
I actually think I actually inherited those off my cousin, and I've never had the nerve to ask him just in case he wants them back. <laughs> Keep quiet. Uh, <laughs> keep quiet, dude. Keep quiet. Yeah, I'm keeping that completely shown. But yeah. I remember. Don't say it on like a public podcast or anything. Uh, <laughs> he won't listen to this. He won't listen to this. Uh uh-uh, uh. No way. He won't listen to this. Um, but yeah, yeah. So, so, so it's that was kind of it. And I've always been a fan, but what really kind of properly kind of like ignited or reignited. Um, my fandom was my first time at Celebration, mm. um, and yeah, you know, and and that was only 2016. I mean, it's like I've always been a fan, but I've never been able to kind of like talk about it with other people, kind of in depth and passionately. You know, because it's like they're kind of like, all right, yes, that was all right, cool, you know, whatever. And I'm kind of like getting into it, and they start to kind of like glaze over, and the drawl starts to come out the corner of the mouth. And yeah, it's like, I I should probably move on. Um, So that that was in London? Was that that one? uh, uh, Yes, that was in London, 2016. And it was completely by accident. Um, I was in the overnight line for the Rogue One panel. Um, and uh, just to the left of me on the other side of the barrier was Steel Saunders and the guys from um, the Star Wars Underworld. Nice. And I just started kind of like talking to them, and I was kind of like, oh, you guys got a podcast. All right, cool, because I didn't listen to podcasts back then. Kind of started listening to it, and then from there on in, just kind of started to you know, become far more involved in the fandom and yeah and that was kind of how i kind of really kind of probably got back into it but kind of what really strikes me with it is just it's just how good it is Mm. um i know that's like a really dumb answer as well it's just how good it is but but it hits home though you said that and it hit home Everything I I just love everything about it. I just love the way it's written. I love the way it looks. I love the mythology. I love the storytelling. I love the fandom that comes along with it, um, and just kind of just just completely kind. Of, you know, it's a galaxy that's kind of so big you can completely immerse yourself in it, and every corner you kind of take, you find something new and interesting. It's it's awesome. I love it. Totally with you, yeah. man. Yeah, I Go. remember. I remember reading books and being like, I, "The book would end," and I'd be like, "I just want to live in Star Wars." Yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's great. It, I mean, it's like right now, it's like I'm like staring at a stack of books, you know, and just like the <laughs> memories. <laughs> yeah, it, but but I mean, you know, it's like I'm like the uh, art of books right now. You know, I'm, there's like a stack of ev- everything there from you know. Like from the prequel series, and then everything through to Last Jedi, and even kind of like the Clone Wars ones. It's just, just everything about it. E- e- even like the like behind the scenes stuff as well, which I'm a, like a big fan of. I love how like seeing how films are made, and that is one of the things about like the original Star Wars as well is, and even the prequels as well. Um, you know, just kind of how much they had to invent to kind of bring it all to life. Mm. Yeah. I just find it interesting. As I, hell love, I love that. I love, love that it. stuff too. I love that stuff. Yeah. Too. Yeah, so good. 
I remember so, when I, I remember as a kid. It's funny you say that. You know, the uh, from Star Wars to Jedi. <clears throat> I think it's a documentary from eighty. 
Like Excuse my lack of knowledge, but... Well, yeah, they just put weapons with most of them. Obviously, to just give them a weapon, you can get, like, the AT-AT driver has a weapon, a weapon. and the AT-AT commander has a gun, but they don't have them in the film. Right, right. They, they, they put them with the figure. So, I mean, it's an action figure. you got to have a gun. Good. Sorry. Well, that's but why I was like, I was like, in the movie, you see her with an E11 on Bestman. I was like, so it's just an E, you know, I don't know, whatever. But mm. Mm. yeah, it's yeah, yeah, it's a weird one, but it's yeah, I just can't work out why that was because there are a bunch that there are a bunch of figures that have it, but for some reason, it's just that one is. I mean, the one that's most easiest to find is the is the Bespin Blaster, because it's like Lando's got one, uh, Bespin yeah. Han's got one, even Lobot's got one. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Have you seen the... I think it's the Spanish version of that blaster that's like metal. Um, no. Yeah. it's it's. There's, there's, I think there, there's one of those going for eBay. I think um, on with the vintage stuff, because obviously the, the Spanish release has had a different release over there and some of them were released some of those figures were released with like a metal version of that blaster that they get oh wow yeah check it out and then and, and i think there was one on ebay going for like two or three hundred dollars oh, because insane. it's so fucking rare damn obviously yeah. you know with myself i because i'm like i've got the vintage stuff i, I love that stuff and i've mm. got all the I've got all the original line and a few of the last 17, but not all. But like, um, and it just by accident, I think it was a few months ago, I was just sort of looking and I was, and I saw this um, news thing about this and I didn't even know about it, but there's like the Spanish releases. They were like metal versions of them. And there's like a picture comparing the two and they look exactly the same, but because one's metal and one's plastic and it, it, and it was on for like two or $300 on wow. eBay. Yeah, and you just go, and I'm just like, fuck it, no way. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. that's like half yeah, a right. that's like half a hot toy, Kev. Come on, <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> what kind of fun am I? Fucking hang your head in shame, dog. You should right you should have asked them if you, they would take five easy payments of. <laughs> <laughs> but it'll be like twenty four. I'll do it on PayPal credit, which is twenty four payments of like. <laughs> Dear God. <laughs> oh, that's cheap. I could do that. I'll be 24 payments at $10 a month. God bless you. Thank you, sir. That'll do. <laughs> That'll do. Oh, James, you got... find the link. James, you, go. you got a question? Uh, I actually have a question. Um, so you said you have all the, like, in your office, Dave, um, <coughs> all your books and shit like that. Do you read any mm. of the old EU books, the classic books? Uh. I've, I mean, it's that. Okay, I'm going to say no, with the exception of like the um, um, uh, the original Thrawn books. Yep. Um, But it was one of the things that I that I absolutely loved about when Disney uh, wiped the canon clean, if you will. Um, was that I was kind of like fantastic. Now, as I read, I'm keeping up to date. I would love to go back and read 
some of the old EU books because I really do feel like I've missed out on some of them because I hear there are some, you know, there are some like phenomenal books out there. But yeah, yeah, I it it was back before I kind of like really kind of as it you know before 2016 where I really really got back into it. Um, don't want to sound like a fake fan or anything, but no, you know. no. But I, um, I, I really, I really like your answer though, because I mean, there's, I have seventy five plus of like all the old EU books and stuff yeah. like that, and I started reading those back in like the mid nineties, and already there's a shit ton of books then. So like, it's 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 super confusing and complex and. It almost futile at, at some points where you know there's dozens and dozens of books to go through and stuff so i, I like your your um your explanation of like the new books coming out everyone's all up to date like it's all yeah. new yeah it's 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 i mean i mean it's like it's like when i kind of talk about game of thrones with people and they're like you know oh have you read the books and it's like no i haven't and it's like why not and it's kind of like well there's like it's like if you look at all the <clears throat> books so you know that have been written so far on a bookshelf there's about there's about 16 inches of paper to go through <laughs> and it's like i can't read yeah that. you don't you don't look at it as number of books you look at it in in like distance it's time it's, yeah exactly i look at it as time it's like i have not got time to be reading cuz each that book is amount. like three books it yeah. is it's like yeah. you say i mean don't go wrong. I would love to. I would love to go and read those, but it's kind of like just, yeah. I I just don't have the time to. I wish I had the time. Believe me, but yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's that's the story of our lives. As we get older, we have much much less time. Yeah, mm. I get yeah. that with the you know, Game of Thrones thing with the books. Have you read the books? You've got to read the books. And I, I just, yeah. I think, I think out of curiosity, I looked at them on Audible, thinking because like. For those that listen, a lot of I do. Oh God, how long was it? It's like fucking like <laughs> I don't even know, like fucking two weeks worth of like I'm like fucking yeah. Jesus. It's I'm like, like no two... way am I watching that. Like, you've got to be listening to that. So it's, like, it's like some of the Star Wars books when they say like 13 hours, and I'm like, oh Jesus, that's a bit much. That's a bit yeah. much. <laughs> that's oh, a no. bit much. <laughs> that's not that's bad. Like the, Duke, the Dooku one was great. It was like six hours. I'm like perfect. That's like. Two or three card turns. Yeah, because it's not a book. It's like an no- uh, audio drama. Novel. Or mm. Yeah. I, I guess uh, before I get my last question, um, of the new books, like which one's your favorite so far? Like, what are some of the night like better things you like about the newer books? Oh, that's a question and a half. Mm. Um. <laughs> uh, I mean. Oh. Put you on the spot, I know that one. Kind of has. Uh, Love Catalyst. Catalyst was awesome. I thought it was like the best like companion piece out of all the companion pieces so far with the new films. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, Thrawn was great. Uh, Bloodline was awesome. Yeah, Bloodline was great. Uh, oh, actually, and the one I will actually kind of say, and it was the one that kind of started off, and it was the first one that came out. I uh, loved... Um, um, was it Aftermath? No, it was... Um, um, oh, 
bugger, hang on. Last start. <laughs> a new dawn. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Canaan, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. A new dawn. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I, I Count Vidian. Yeah, it was great. I just kind of like sat down and I read that book so fast. Nice, nice. And, <laughs> yeah, and it was it was just a great kind of you know reintroduction. Um, you know, to to Star Wars books, you know, well, because then, it was yeah, and then you had Rebels, and it was to like exactly. go with it, right, right. Exactly. That's all, you know, because now you're looking at it and it's like, ooh, I have all this this like comparison material that you can see the person's face now when you're reading the book. Exactly. Yeah, I love that. Love that about reading. That's cool, man. Yep. Yeah, and yeah, and it's the first appearance of Ray Sloan. It is. Yeah. It is. It is. Mm-hmm. Long may she reign. Yep. Long may she reign. <laughs> Which I I hope to see more of. We oh, still don't yeah, know her fate. We still don't know much about her. They'll address that in some Ultimately. Way. Well, I think it was touched upon in Phasma, I think, but yeah. we still don't kind of know the specifics of it all. Yeah, yeah they I, mentioned I, Grand Admiral Sloan very briefly. Yeah, like she wasn't like, it wasn't like she's dead or anything, right? I, no. Not she, that, I feel like I remember dead. that. She's not dead. She's not yeah. dead. No, she's still, and technically, I think she's still there as part of the First Order, unless they kill her off in a book. Mm. Which they might. So they very well could. That would make me yeah. cry. It that would. That would make me very sad. Well, speaking of crying... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you have another question, James? No. No, I'm good, man. Oh, someone cried when they read the Rise of Skywalker script. Was it that bad? Oh, that you talk about Kit Harrington with the final script of uh, Game of Thrones. No, and it and it wasn't. Um, I'm getting well, a mind block now. Come on, Ed. Uh, on, Kevin baby. Smith. Sorry, <laughs> it wasn't Kevin Smith who cries all the time when it's Star Wars related. He does. It was, <laughs> which is he great. Wants, He's a he true fan. Don't we all? Don't we all? Yeah. 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 He just wants his I on mean, set visit, though, don't he, Kevin Smith? It's like, yeah, I was on set, yeah. Oh, fuck. And oh, I cried. <laughs> and I cried. And Let amazing. me rub it in. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, if you, can, I, I, if you can make some money off that shit, go for it. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. I, I don't blame him. I will say, say though, this is a bit of a, a, a very quick kind of story, and it's kind of like a pat upon my own back, but I fully understand kind of what Kevin Smith talks about when he kind of, like, goes onto a set um is that my job when i was back home i worked for a company that sells and rents out television film production equipment and i had a friend who uh who the company that he works for had offices in pinewood and i had to go there for business and i was like dude show me something (laughs) (laughs) anything but the one thing was though was that their office was in the same building as the main stage where they were shooting a little film called solo a star wars story (laughs) and what did you see well we piled into the back of their uh golf buggy and we drive around past this huge stack of shipping containers and he stops i look and he's like there it is and there it is i shit you not 
the Millennium Falcon. Oh! Wow. <laughs> and it was, and I know the scene where it was as well because it was at the, it, it was whilst it was impounded. So, you, you know, when. Oh, they, oh what is, what I is think, clamped. Yeah. So it's clamped. clamped. <laughs> yeah, because I was seeing, seeing all these kind of like rocks around it and I was kind of like, that looks really, really weird. And when I actually saw the film, it was like, there it is. Oh, wow. Cool. So, it's, yeah. and you just can't help but, you know, it's like when you're kind of like, you know, fanning out like so much, and you actually see like there it is. You know, oh, you do cry. get emotional, man. I'd be crying like yeah. a massive. You girl, do, you I'd, do get I'd emotional. I'd be crying like a massive girl. I'm just yeah. like, oh, that'd be <laughs> massive amazing. girl, massive. Girl. I'd be absolutely amazing, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, oh. that would, dude, that would be, man. That would like be some emotional slag. Sorry. Were you, were, were you trying to take photos, David? Like your phone, like casually. Like, oh, <laughs> I would have loved to, but if I got kicked out would have been killed. from Pinewood, I would have lost my job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got to play that shit safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I do have photos, but they're all up here. They're all in the mind. Yeah. They're all in the mind. Yep. Oh, that's nice. amazing. That's that awesome. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're so jealous of you. We're so jealous. <laughs> As I said, I know it sounds like a brag, but it was kind of like, okay. I'd have just, I'd have just kept that job just to, for, for the chance of that happening again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Well, apparently they're moving out of Pinewood now, which... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so this is this is more reason for Kev to get out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kev's hey, that list is getting longer every day, isn't it? This is getting longer every day. The top Brexit, <laughs> Boris Johnson, fucking. <laughs> oh, that's it. <laughs> get out, get out now, get out. BJ's yeah, coming back. Get to the chopper. Oh, get out, get out now. <laughs> oh, man. You know who has a good Arnold Schwarzenegger impression? We all heard it today. Well, Kevin James did. Chris Hall. Yeah. Damn. Ah, really? Mighty fine Arnie impression. Yeah, I've oh, got a mighty yeah. fight. I can do it next week. So we started do we we're in this chat and we're sending gifts back and forth, and it turns into like an Arnold Schwarzenegger gif back and forth. <laughs> I say off. I say gif. Sorry, if people say gif, but I say gif anyway. It's and gif. then he starts sending recordings of himself <laughs> <laughs> with his with and his it, impression. It was hilarious, wasn't it? That one is like. Go on, do it, do it, kill me, do it now. Do it, like, do it, it me now. now. Do it now. I'm right here. <laughs> You're pretty good too, Dave. That's good. <laughs> that was good. That was body fine. Uh, All right. Uh, so, Carrie Russell is who I was talking about. She cried when she read the script. She says, and I quote, and this is from Associated Press, when I read his script that he wrote, it's talking about JJ, I cried. I mean, who knows what it will turn out to be? And I hope it remains true to what he originally wanted. Oh, so. Hey. Uh, so you can speculate how you want yeah. off that. Uh, he also, she also says he's not trying to change it to be something else. She explained he really respects what it is. So it's going to be a remake of. Return <laughs> <laughs> of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi. <laughs> See, Here we go. 
I hate it. I fucking hate it when actors and actresses and who, people who work in the industry and everything else, they're like, oh, well, I saw the script and, oh, I hope they write it that way because that's just absolutely marvelous and perfect. And then when the, the picture, the motion picture comes out, if everybody loves it, she's like, oh, yeah, see, I was right. And if it sucks, it's like, oh, well, that wasn't what I read. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. That's a cop uh, out a little bit. It could yeah. be a cop out. Who knows? I look at it from the cop out perspective because I'm a dick. <laughs> Pessimistic motherfucker. Well, I said it would. We're all dicks. We're all dicks. It didn't come out the way I wanted it. Scruffy looking dicks. That's who we are. I was thinking exactly what we are. Who we are. Pretty much. Exactly. Oh man! Yeah, but uh, she's gonna say that. See that? No, no, fuck! Nobody's gonna come out and go. Do you know what? I read the script and it. Oh, it wasn't that good. Garbage! It was fucking terrible. I, I don't know why I've agreed to this. It's like, yeah, oh, it's amazing. It's gonna be amazing, and yeah. You know what she was actually looking at? She wasn't looking at the script. She was looking at her paycheck. Yeah. Just crying oh, yeah, in happiness. Too. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's, it's like it was. Uh... <laughs> Michael Caine with like what was it Jaws, Jaws 3, 3 Jaws, Jaws, yeah. Jaws 3 it's kind of like yeah the script was shit but the money's good so uh, <laughs> no, 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 I love his yeah. comment on that he said like, <laughs> when, he said, like when he got the script for Jaws 3 whatever it is and he said I opened it and the first page it said something like Barbados or somewhere like that so yeah. he went I'm fucking doing that <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's in his. Uh, I've read his autobiography and he's just yeah, like, it's just like, it's, it's brilliant. Brilliant, it is brilliant, and he's just it's like going, yeah. Book. He says, "I did that for the money. They offered me yeah. loads of money." And the first page of the script was like it was filmed in whatever it was. He says, "I fucking did it. I didn't care." They're paying me, and I'm going to Barbados. Let's go. <laughs> you know, I don't know where it was filmed, but I think that when I watched, so the listeners know, I'm in the middle of watching Lost for the first time. But I was thinking, like, this is like they're in paradise. Like I'm thinking, like. <laughs> These actors and actresses are probably like, fuck the money. I just want to work in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, God, that's got to be a massive factor, isn't it? Where we're filming. You're filming in Barbados. Fucking, uh, yeah. What's the script like? <laughs> what script? I don't care. <laughs> it's like, not really bothered. And it's the opposite of Star Wars. It's like, um, you're filming in Jordan in the desert or Tunisia in the desert. But it's Star Wars. Yeah, because exactly. I don't give a fuck. I'm Star Wars. Yeah, oh, you're in a green screen. It can be in Antarctica. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You've been to movie studios, yeah. surrounded by a green screen. Fuck it. Don't care. Star Wars, do it. Star Wars, yeah. do it. <laughs> do I get to say pew 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 when I pull the trigger? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I make the lightsaber noises if I get a yeah. lightsaber. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Go. Gotta unlearn what you have learned. Mm. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, and th- those are, um, yeah, those comments. I don't, know, I don't know. It's, it's yeah. It feels like she's kind of covering. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. If she's like covering her back or what. But but it, it's 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 one of those things that is. Whilst I'm very very kind of happy with JJ coming back, um, the one thing I've seen plenty of is JJ Abrams starting stuff. But I've never mm. seen him finish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, he did like the first couple of Star Trek films. He started Lost and amongst other kind of things. But he always kind of like hands it off to other people to kind of like wrap it all up. And 
as far as I know, and correct me, please correct me <clears> if I'm wrong, but yeah, I haven't seen him kind of like end anything. That's mm. a great point when you think about so it. So I'm very, very point. intrigued to kind mm. of see how it kind of plays out. Yeah. Mm. I mean, we're going to find I, out if he's the closer or not. Yeah. I mean, he's got the idea. It's like he's he's the idea guy. Now he mm. needs the guy to make sure it all wraps up in one nice little bow. Exactly. Yeah. And I have every faith in him, but I'll be interested to see how it plays out. This will be the yeah. test. This will be the yeah. true test. If there ever was a saga or a set of movies to conclude, even Star this this pales pales everything in comparison to even Star Trek. Like this is this is it right here. This is the real test. Yeah. And does it not make you uh, take a step back when you hear Carrie Russell say these quotes. Like, in what uh, way? I mean, who knows what it, quote? I mean, who knows what it will turn out to be? And I hope it remains true to what he wanted, what he originally wanted. Quote, and then he, she goes on to say he's not trying to change it to be something else. He really respects what it is. So is he? Is he just like, to say, Is he is doing he what say? he did with the Force Awakens and? We don't hate on the Force Awakens. We just know mm-hmm. it like it, they had to to bring the fandom back, and mm. not just like us. We're talking about the lay, n- like kind of fans. The you way know. everything flowed around the yeah, movie. It pulls. Yeah, it I understood kind of, why they did it. It's fine. Like it, yeah, like, I mean they had to scratch that nostalgia itch. You know, yeah. It's, yeah, they yeah, did. Yeah. They did. Yeah, we all know that. But uh, this makes me wonder: like, are they just gonna go Return mm. the Jedi or something? Right. Well, it just, uh, it's, uh, well, after the Last Jedi things as well, when Ryan Johnson tried to do something different and he got fucking pillared by some people, so you think, oh, is is she getting at the fact that this is going to be a safer movie? You know <clears> what I mean? Uh, right. that's, that's what I read into it. But That's the word, safe. Yeah. Until yeah. we, we see it. Yeah. Well, I guess, do we want it safe? Like, like what do you, do you guys, do you want a safe conclusion to Star Wars, Dave? Um, <laughs> you know that's that's it's a hard. Oh, one. That, that, that's, that's twice. That's twice we've that's twice we've twice we've rumbled him twice. Now. Twice where there's been five <laughs> seconds of dead air. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I mean, I, I don't I don't have an answer for it. That's no, like, no, I, mean, it's I, I know I I would I would I know I would like to kind of see kind of like a. Um, I don't know. It's better than it being bad. Is is I mean I mean because the one thing about this is that they've kind of like I mean even Abrams has kind of said that is kind of like a wrap up of all nine films. It's not just the sequel trilogy. It's all nine. So it's like, are we going to get kind of like nod backs to? We want prequels. Are we going to get obviously kind of stuff from the OT and kind of? Uh, I, it's I know the one thing I just really don't want is any retconning of Last Jedi. Right. Yeah. If yeah, there is any kind of retconning, also, I mean, I'm okay if they kind of spin the whole thing about Ray's parents, but if they say, "Oh no, no, no," it's actually. This is actually yeah, I'm, I know. I think it's just be a bit of a. It would be it would be easy for them to write in. Well, yeah. Kylo was just being Kylo, like 
yeah evil yeah it'd but, be pretty but, easy for them to do it for us to accept <clears throat> it but i understand but, what you're uh, saying it's true, true yeah 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 but but, but no it's, it's it's i mean what i would really like them to do is to kind of to wrap everything up without saying hey here's that thing do you remember these guys hey there's that thing yeah i mean it's like at the end of endgame don't get me wrong i loved that film i loved everything about it but at like the the funeral scene at the end it's like hey here's the cast from that film hey here's a cast from that film you know it was like how they like yeah. head everyone up and it yeah. like slaps yeah. you in the face for each it, one yeah it, like, it is yeah <laughs> you know, it's like hey here's the guys from it's contrived, it's contrived. Here's it. Yeah. It, it is i mean it I, mean, milks I it understand hard. it why it had to be done but it's kind of like oh, did you really have to i mean it's like we kind of got that everyone was there just have a big group shot yeah you know, um, you don't have to separate him into like like their partners and you know like, yeah. exactly. Michael Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, it's like you don't have to do con like you know physically enhanced. You know, <laughs> right? The, the the like Avengers themed Excel sheet. Mm. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah, 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 makes sense, man. Makes perfect but, sense. But, ser- but seriously, seriously, that is yeah, but, but this yeah, but but it's yeah. I, I mean. I would just like it to be done well and just not being kind of like so obvious that they're kind of like nodding to this stuff. But I know, I mean, it's something I haven't really thought about and it's something I don't like thinking about either because I kind of drive myself a little bit nuts and I don't want to kind of, you know, go down that road and oh wait, that'd be really, really cool. Okay. That's what has to happen. And I'm sitting there watching it and they're like, fuck you, Abrams. Oh yeah. Well, well, we've already, like you said, we've already heard hints that he's gonna. It's closing out everything, and he's gonna like pull in yeah. everything. And we've also, uh, spoiler alert. Whoops. Uh, Once more, the Sith will rule the galaxy, <laughs> and we shall have spoilers. <laughs> um, I'm gonna mention a slight spoiler. Just fast forward thirty seconds if you don't want to hear it. But we've already heard that there's going to be some kind of force thing where they flash back to yeah. different settings mm-hmm. that you've seen before in previous movies. So, right. I wouldn't be surprised if you're going to see like Hayden, you're going to see Ian McDermott, you're going to see like Qui-Gon, uh, Liam Neeson, all, <laughs> like all, all of these actors and actresses just come back for the who knows. We might even see a little Padme action. Hey. Mm. Yeah, but knowing, knowing sure. JJ and The Force Awakens and all this lot, I think that's what he's going to do, isn't it? That's what he's going to do. It's going to be yeah. a little tick box of nostalgia stroke. Do you remember this? Do you remember that? That's what worries me. We've said this ages ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You think, he, you think JJ has a charm to convince Natalie to come back? Natalie Portman? Mm, well, she spoke quite... Um, quite nicely recently and she of the she uh, has she definitely has mm, and she did that so, snl skit yeah where she was padme mm. mm-hmm, which was hilarious like, yeah and she said it's all of a sudden because she was quite critical of the thing at the time wasn't well she, she got really bad feedback and, i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. i mean oh, yeah. there's a lot of, there's a lot yeah. of people look what happened to jake lloyd and look what happened to ahmed best and yeah, you know, Jesus. that shit was horrible. I mean, you know, people talk about the sequel trilogy now and 
the backlash bit seriously. That prequel trilogy at the time was horrendous, absolutely <laughs> fucking brutal. Stop you know, it, really. stop it. But you like it now, right, Kev? Tell how it is, Kev. <laughs> Show us all your merchandise from the prequel trilogy. I fucking love it. It would prequel. fill up your let entire. Me, let me stop this right now. I love the prequel. Don't right. dance around this. <laughs> dance around the subject, Kevin. Jesus Christ. I love the prequel. They are amazing. Don't fucking put. Don't fucking put it that I hate these films. <laughs> Let's talk about how much prequel merchandise you have and. How much prequel merchandise you sold? Oh, Add it Jesus. together. Let's not, dude. Let's not. Because <laughs> <laughs> then I will be crying. I will be crying at that point. Oh. So, <laughs> do you think? Do you think that we're gonna? I don't know. I mean, I'd love. To, I'd love to see you in it, but if they do the flashback and like all of a sudden we see these cameos from all these actors, I don't know. I mean, is that what it's gonna be? That. Uh, it's execution, right? Which is execution, what we talked about man. a few episodes ago. <laughs> got to execute it right. Properly. They do it right. They of course. Throw everybody in there. But just execute it right, and it's fine. Don't make it feel forced. Don't make it feel but contrived. It, it, it depends mm. how they do it as well, because are they going to have... If they're going to have nods to, like, Hayden and Ewan and whoever it might be, are they going to be all at once, or are they going to be at different points in the film? Oh, well, yeah, because, I mean, that's, like, the one thing as well, is that it's, like, if every single time they reference back to something and then there's a flashback, it's, it's going to be, it's it's just going to feel like a greatest hits yeah. kind and of that, thing. That, I and think uh, we, met, we, we talked about this a long, long time ago about mm-hmm. the fact that when JJ came out and said, I want to, like, incorporate everything Star Wars into it. And I think he was even talking about Clone Wars and Rebels and everything and just go, mm. our main worry at the time was, is this going to feel like a Greatest Hits album of like, oh, do you remember this? Do you remember that? My big criticism of The Force Awakens is there's too much of that. There's too much nostalgia. But but I forgive it because at the time it needed it. We all right. know, that, and it was, you know, yeah, uh, and it was like great. And it was like, but... You watch that now and you think, oh, okay, yeah, that's that bit, that's that bit, that's that, that's that, that's that. You know, and the, the Last Jedi came and it tried to be its own thing and do something a bit different. And look, some of the backlash for that has been brutal mm. as well. So now I think getting JJ on, is this going to be a safe? Mm. But That's where you're leaning, huh? You think mm. it's safe? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I, do, I don't I blame do, you. I do, but but his talent is a talented filmmaker, JJ. Don't he get is. me wrong, and and he really is. I, I, you know, and I I think I think it is. It's going to be interesting, but, but I think he's got to avoid too many. But we're going to get it because we need. There's going to be points when that's got to be part of it. It's got to be mm. part of and. Yeah, and there certainly is going to be a certain amount of nostalgia because apparently, you know, we are seeing Sheev again and, mm. um, you know, we are going to be revisiting the Death Star, you know, or at least what's left of it, no matter kind of where it is. Um, yeah. So I think there will be kind of like a certain amount. But I think the one thing that I actually will find really interesting about Sky, uh, about Rise of Skywalker is that obviously when J.J. went into Force Awakens, he had effectively a blank slate to kind of start playing around mm. and then he kind of like left it open and then johnson kind of came in and kind of you know 
you know, shook up the Star Wars bottle. Mm. And, <laughs> and, and so Abrams now got to kind of come back and said, oh, okay, I've now got to kind of like spin off of that. So all kind of like the safe stuff. I can't necessarily, you know, that I set up in that he set up in The Force Awakens. He can't really kind of go about that in a safe way. He's got to kind right. of like, you know, t- perhaps take a few kind of, you know, a few risks on what was set up in The Last Jedi. So, yeah, I'm, <clears throat> it's going to be interesting. It's a balance. But, he, right? but even, even the trailer, I mean, I was slightly, and the trailer's fantastic, but even the trailer's quite nostalgic for it. Because, you know, there's, there's the Lando bit in the Falcon and then there's the Sheev bit and stuff like that. And you're thinking, is that movie going to mirror that where it's just going to be a... But it was great. The reaction when with the trailer played was amazing. Mm. It's like, oh, look, Lando's oh, yeah. there. Fucking awesome. Yeah. You know, and Sheev. Sheev's Well, they've got that, it because they've killed like, off everyone else. I know, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's yeah, right. <laughs> It's like shit. Who else have we got alive now? Uh... I tell you what, yeah, that's that. Uh, JJ was like, "Fuck no, what can we get fucking Palpatine back? Fuck it." Like, I mean, in, in wicked in right, yeah, wicked in Ryan's <laughs> defense, like you, his movie is like in the next seventy-two hours after The Force Awakens. So how are you going to throw in Lando suddenly? But anyway, mm, yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, 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 right, right. Um, so let's move to The Mandalorian. There was a couple tidbits on that. You know, Gina Carano, she plays Mm -hmm. a badass, uh, was a rebel, former rebel? Uh, Ex-rebel, ex-rebel trooper. Shock trooper. trooper. Yeah, Yeah. rebel shock trooper. Thank you. Uh, So she just talked about how, like, John Favreau, God bless him, right? Love that guy. I was just watching Spider-Man Homecoming today love that guy that the yeah. scenes with happy and right. spider-man like yes. oh my god it is so funny he, he had one of my favorite scenes so in well. endgame as well he had one of my favorite scenes in endgame at the end yep. when he gets tony stark's daughter and it was like fucking hell, put favreau in it more man <laughs> yeah yeah He's that, was, that was pretty awesome <laughs> yeah. so so she talked about how like she was about to shoot like some scenes and he like walked up to her and was like, "This is where your life changes. Like you're now, your your career is gonna go this way." And he points up or whatever. I just made that up. Uh, but anyway, uh, he uh, uh, he looked. She, she says he looked at me. Before, this is from um, Entertainment Tonight. She says he looked at me before my big scene, one of my biggest introductory scenes in The Mandalorian. He was like, "We're gonna change your trajectory right now." I th- and she says, I think he's a very honest man, and he's seen the struggle, and he's seen what happens to careers, and he's like, we're going to change your path right now. He's like, from here on out, you're going to choose jobs that are complimenting you, and you're going to choose jobs that challenge you, and you're going to believe in yourself from this scene forward. Hmm. And she, like, <clears throat> cried. Like, like I, I, I normally... I don't. I don't know. This isn't like huge news, but like, it really moved me. Like, holy shit! Like, she's winning the lottery in that like, like yeah. scene right there. Yep. Yeah. Big time. But I think you could tell from the Mandalorian panel because we all watched it, and I watched it on one of the streams. Just how 
much she thought of Favreau and mm. um, how excited she was to be in it and what it was going to do for her because you know, she, I mean, she looked great in it. It was going to be like, fuck. It does, it does, well. it does mm. show you how much power people have over other people. Mm. Yeah. Technically. Mm. Which is, can get into scary subjects. But, mm. um, yeah. So I thought that that was pretty... Any Anyone else have anything to say on that? No, man. No, no, pretty, I just, I just pretty cool. Was, I thought it was pretty cool to comment. It, that's on great, stuff yeah. Like he's, he's clearly a director that people like. Yeah. This from, from previous films that he's done. Mm, yeah. Obviously, The Lion King's coming out soon, yeah. but from his Jungle Book stuff and mm. stuff like that, he's clearly... And I'm so excited by this TV show. I think yeah. it looks fucking yeah. amazing. Phenomenal director and storyteller, and yeah, just him kind of getting to sink his teeth into Star Wars is just awesome. Mm. This could be a, a lot of eyes on it. Oh yeah, mm. for sure. This will be this will be under the like the biggest microscope <laughs> available. Mm-hmm. Well, like mm-hmm. like anything else, Star Wars. Like everything else, Star Wars. <laughs> but, I mean, they just they they're if they're not ready for it, then they're in trouble, kind of thing. Like yeah. Anything right. that gets put out now by Disney or anyone else. Yeah, so uh, moving along with uh, Mandalorian. This is almost an Are You Kidding Me? It kind of is. But um, they oh, solved... We're on four with Are You Kidding Me tonight. Yeah, we? seriously. <laughs> the, uh, this solves the whole mystery about what Will Rowe Hood was holding. And if the listeners don't know who Will Rowe Hood is... <laughs> I'm yeah, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I will do a, a slight There's a scene in The Empire Strikes Back when they're evacuating Bespin and this guy runs by and he's holding what is like current day an ice cream maker, right? <laughs> and and it's turned into this giant thing. And his name, his character name is actually Willow Hood. And <clears throat> you go to Celebration, which we've talked about at the convention. Uh. And it's one of my amazing. favorite things. It's a favorite. Oh, you see like 200 people dress up as this guy holding <laughs> the fucking ice cream maker. Real wood. What do we want? Ice cream. Oh, yeah. And they chant. <laughs> yep. I have a video the whole of it. Time. Oh, it's beautiful. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I've got the video of that. We Me saw too. that. It was a brilliant one. Absolutely brilliant. I saw them when they were going through the Falcon. You know, they had that little Falcon display. They were just. Oh, at the top. Yeah, right there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Uh, sorry, Ed. <laughs> No, 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 keep going. Um, so Gizmodo released that th- what actually, like, so, like, in the making of The Mandalorian and in some of the scenes that were not released to the public but were released to the panel, the people that were at the Mandalorian panel at Star Wars Celebration this year, they revealed that um, the thing he's holding is called a Camtono. Which is happens to be a word for ice cream. <laughs> That's awesome. I don't. I don't know. It's, it says it's made up by Baby Delta. So I don't. I don't understand what that is. But um, I think Werner Herzog's character. Makes yeah, it but really Werner Herzog's character mentions cool. um, that a piece of Beskar, which is like the Mandalorian alloy, like that makes their armor. Ooh. You get him a whole uh, Camtono of it. And what that means, it's it's a safe. So we now know what he was Star holding. Wars Tupperware. So does that not make sense? <laughs> Wilro Hood running by with 
A safe? Yeah, safe. that totally oh, makes sense. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What do you think's in there? Ice cream. <laughs> Ice cream? (laughs) 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 Gotta keep that shit locked up. (laughs) When Lando gets on the thing going, I advise everybody to leave before more Imperial Troops. Get the ice cream! Get that ice cream! Get that ice cream out of the freezer! Get that mint motherfucking chocolate chip on my ship now! (laughs) Run! Yeah, he's left uh, his wife and his family in bed, but he's got his ice cream with him. He's like, fucking. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta save my Rocky Road. I gotta save my Rocky Road. <laughs> you have that safe sitting next to the freezer every day. Yeah. He gets to his ship. It's like, one day you thank me, Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> one day you'll thank me. So that, that's yeah. like one of the like lifelong questions. Hmm. Do you know what surprised me about this story, though, is the fact that it's taken them so long. <laughs> almost you know, to, like, explain that one away. I'm thinking, you know, yeah. in Star Wars, like, it's like this guy, this that one scene, which is, like, two seconds in the movie, is it? And it's just become legendary. And it's just, like, I'm surprised it's taken it's so true, long yeah. to, like, explain that. Because you're thinking, they're pretty switched on in the Star Wars world. Of like, yeah, he was holding this and holding that and all that. <laughs> lot, but it's just, like... When I read it, I'm like, that's fucking brilliant. That'll do me, That'll do me great. That. That's pretty much an are you kidding me? But anyway. That is. Oh, yeah, definitely. Are you kidding me? So <laughs> We're using all that good material to record <laughs> You know what didn't take a long time? Galaxy's Edge to fucking... Because this Monday, today, technically, was the first day it was open to the full public at Disneyland. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, awesome. and I know how long it took as well. <laughs> so they were open like 30 minutes early even, and um, they were at capacity Yeah, within one hour after that. Yep. So prior to today then, what's it been? Has it been, who's been allowed in It's been park? reservations, yeah. And I think it's uh, four okay. hour, four hours, like, I think it's four, four hours. Four hours, yeah. Mm. Yeah, and uh, so they were saying that the Millennium Falcon run, ride, the Smuggler's Run, the one ride that's been open, was at three hours waiting, but by ten a.m. it was down to forty, which is a good sign, I think. That's not bad. Forty minutes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's pretty good. Uh, it's so should we show up late when we're there? <laughs> Well, we'll, be, we'll probably be hungover, so we'll go. We'll, we'll, <laughs> I'll show up at two p.m. We'll, we'll turn in at like no nine p.m., dude. We'll We're going at night. <laughs> I'll tell oh, you yeah. what, actually, the 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 like the forty minute wait time actually like really surprises me, just considering it's it's um over in like Universal Studios in Orlando. They've got a new Harry Potter ride there, and you know there have been like wait times of like eight hours. Yeah, what? unbelievable. I've heard it's like insane. Like the opening day, it was a ten-hour line. So, it, and it's like I know Galaxy's Edge has been open for what Fuck. six weeks, something yeah. like that. For it to be kind of down to forty minutes already, that actually that actually kind of surprised me. And on the first day that it's open to the general public as well, you know, those, those who aren't staying in like a Disney hotel or 
an annual pass hold or anything like that. That's that actually really surprises me that it's down to forty minutes. Mm. Granted, it's a that Monday, me, yeah. but still. Yeah. I mean, when, I, yeah. when I saw the th- when you say the three hour one, I could believe that one. But forty minutes is quite good, to be fair. Could, it is. You could cope, cope with that. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of it. waiting and all that shit, Star Celebration, all those tickets that are sold out. James, run us through all the badges that have been sold out. <laughs> well, the uh, the Jedi Master VIP pass, the nine hundred dollar ticket, mm-hmm. that sold out in what ten minutes? I don't think anyone knows. I never even saw I it. To, oh, I could have got one saw of them. Available. I could have got one of them. And how long were you in the queue for, Kev? So, so yeah, we all we all sort of went on. Um, and I, I was kind of, I had my iPad ready and all that shit. And then I I got put in a virtual queue. I think we all did. Yeah, we all got put mm-hmm. in a virtual queue with a little timer spinning around. And I was in within two minutes. Oh, wow. Mm. And I, I went on there and I could have ordered the Jedi Pass. Okay. And this will be my fourth celebration. Um, all the previous three times. So I did London, Orlando, and obviously Chicago. I've never had, whenever I've got tickets, I've never had that opportunity to buy a Jedi Master Pass. But I got in there within two minutes and it was there available. And I was like, fuck. (laughs) I was like, hmm, can this be done? Can it It be done? It was either that or your Leia. It was, no, it was, it it was just like, Dave, it was seriously like, I could do this. But I thought, $900 $900 is just way out of my price league, way out of the minute. So I was in within two or three minutes, and but I just went for the four-day one, so I just got that. Yeah. And I think within five minutes, I'd done everything. Yeah, so it was eight minutes until the Jedi VIP passes sold out. Eight minutes, that's what those right. sold out. Uh, it was two hours for the four-day park pass convention pass to go yeah. down uh it was two hours after that and then i think two hours after that so like four or five hours into it all the saturday day passes went out of sale out of stock and then we just heard a couple hours ago this evening on monday that all the friday passes are gone like are you kidding me no. this is ridiculous <laughs> are you kidding me <laughs> I mean, fuck, man. Well, do, you know, do you know what's you know what's really bizarre with this one is that like when I booked for when the London and Orlando, I don't <clears> think <throat> sold out. They don't sell out for weeks. You could go on like a month later and still get tickets. Well, James, James, didn't we get the five or four or five day, whatever it was, for Orlando in like November? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was. It Cause, was. Cause we did the same because we were in London. And I think Orlando had gone on sale before. They'd gone on sale. And then I, I got back from the London one and then about, I was like, I'm gonna, just going to go to Orlando. And I booked, and I'm sure they'd been on sale a few days at that point. But they didn't sell out for a couple of weeks, I'm sure. It might have even been longer. Right. So all of a sudden, like, Chicago sold out pretty quick. And now this one, it's, this has been phenomenal, this one, hasn't it? Yeah, Selling out. Wow. So fast, you know the four day pass is selling out within what? What do you say, Jimmy? Two hour? Two hours, yeah. And and the fact that it's still um, over a year and month, year and two months away. Like, what's? I mean, 
the big draw here is Galaxy's Edge. Who doesn't want to go to mm. Star Wars Celebration and parlay that into a Galaxy's Edge experience? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's 40th anniversary of Empire Strikes Back. Well, those I think of all the three original T original trilogy, uh, Empire was I think the overall favorite. I, I would guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's there's just a lot going out there. Also, we'll have the end of the Skywalker saga at that point. Is mm. are they going to be talking about the next saga? Like, are we going to see mm. a trailer from the next trilogy? Like, a DB Vice and DB whatever is going to do something like. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, yeah. there will be something. There'll be something apart from the Empire. Imagine what they'll do special at Galaxy's Edge too. Yeah, they're gonna do something. Yeah, yeah. they're gonna do something. What do you think, Dave? Um, yeah, I mean, it's obviously yeah. It's like the main draw is well, yeah. I mean, that's the one thing that kind of like blows my mind is that other than obviously 40th anniversary of empire it's everything else is kind of like don't really know what we're gonna kind of get i i would hope that we would get something about kind of like you know the next the next series of films um from benioff and weiss um vice 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 whatever it is um or ryan john kind of hope or more tv shows anything yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, probably we'll get something about Cassian Andor series. Yeah, we'll get the Cassian. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, we'll get the Cassian Andor series. Yeah. Um. Perhaps. Well, well, we'll obviously get uh Resistance season three. Um. Maybe yeah, maybe yeah. a movie about Obi Wan raising Rey. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, Lone Wolf and Cub. <laughs> Boom. Just don't don't you forget, boys. I want a fucking full on air apology when that happens, <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> and at that moment in time, Kevin does his own petition. <laughs> <laughs> One signature. Whose is it? I joked about Boom. it too much, Boom. and it came true. <laughs> that was like me with having a kid. Well, Shit. Not a joke. Yeah. A kid yeah. turned into two. Anyway, just kidding. It wasn't yeah. bad. It was a blessing. <laughs> <laughs> well recovered there, dude. Well recovered. Well recovered. What do you, th- what do you think Anakin would have been like if he's well, like, twins? Shit. That's a lot Shit. of work. Shit. 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 I, mean, I think Sorry. he would have cha- He, he would have taken. It's Anakin. He would have taken that challenge head on. He would have killed it. But anyway. Literally, but careful. Kind of think. Careful. Good <laughs> point. Easy, easy, <laughs> easy. <laughs> All right. We're not say about kids. It's different when they're your own. Very yeah. true. Very true. God bless uh, my kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was Too late for work because one of. Right there, right now, boys. Two proud fathers, right? I was late yep. for work because one of them didn't want to wear socks, okay? <laughs> God damn it, if you know what's good for you. <laughs> it's raining out. You can't wear you know that. You spoke get, about his parents. Who know me? The belt. You got to get the belt, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, right. Not like, no, no, you can't wear your sandals. Why? There's three feet of snow on the ground. <laughs> 
Oh my this god. This is my decision. Do you want to lose a toe? No. Then take your sandals off. Mm-hmm. Another one. The snow has little lightsabers in it that'll cut your toes it off. It has. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. Um, so that ends the news. Anyway. Do you want to do like a quick review of Alphabet or call it? Mm. I forgot about that. <laughs> I can do a review of Alphabet. Yeah, let's do it. I'll do Fuck it. Let's do it real quick. So my wait, uh, wait, 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 wait! I gotta do the spoiler thing. Let's see which one. Oh, for choose? fuck all sake! Go away. The spoilers are strong with you. <laughs> so, if you <laughs> so, so if you don't, if you don't play want that any alphabet, if you, I will. Fucking but if, do it. That's great. <laughs> if you don't want any alphabet squadron spoilers. <laughs> Move on. There's nothing after this, so you can even just stop listening. But anyway. Yes. Spoilers are strong with you. Uh, it's like he like smoked a cigar right beforehand just to I get think the rest. Cigar, there, cigar it's like, or a brandy or some, or a whiskey. Uh, uh, what the fuck was like, that? Noise? It's like, um, it's like night on Coruscant. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, it's too good. It was it's so good. good. So, anyways, so anyways, so, more intense. Thank you, Chris Hall. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Chris, all for that. So, Alphabet Squadron. I mean, there was there was a lot here in this book, and uh, I'm just gonna really, just kind of really, just tag the highlights. Um, I had a really good time with this book. I think it's telling a whole brand new story. It's got a whole brand new set of characters, and I think this is that moment where it's really trying to bring back. Uh, the love that everybody had for the Mark Stackpole series, like the X-Wing series, the Rogue Squadron series. Uh, also, Aaron Allison's um, um, Wraith Squadron series as well. Uh, there were a lot of cool throwbacks, I'll say, to like the X-Wing series. So, like, one instance, page 228, uh, 268, Borlaeus, uh, ba- General Sindula, so Hera, Hera's in this as well, the quote is like, General Sindula's battle group waited on the outskirts of the Borlaeus system. So Borlaeus was uh, the target of the Rogue Squadron novel, Star Wars X-Wing Rogue Squadron. This code name was Black Moon. It was like very core word. It was a staging point for the New Republic's assault on Coruscant and all that. Um, so it was very cool. They're starting to pull in all these little things from, I mean, really, they're trying to, to, to grasp everything that was on the X-Wing series that everybody really loved and enjoyed. Uh, and I think they did a pretty darn good job while also, like I mentioned last week, keeping in that feeling of it just being like a really like dark, gritty book. Like there's a lot of emotions. There's a lot of, a lot of like PTSD head stuff going on where I'll say back in the nineties, um, when the X-Wing series were being written and coming out, you know, the writers really didn't go that way. Like writers wrote about what was on TV and on TV back and back then, you know, the good guys always won. It was like hero- heroes and being heroic yeah, hero, and believing yeah. in their cause, hundred percent. Exactly. Like 
bad guys are bad, good guys are good, that's it. There's no consideration that, like, oh, well, you know, what if you have good bad guys or bad good guys? Like, the new, the chaotic neutral characters, you know? Uh, so they really kind of, like, g- tackled that here, which I thought was really cool. Um, some of the things Ed mentioned earlier in the podcast tonight, dupes for the Thai bomber that was sold up in England. Like, they use dupes as, like, slang term for... Um, tie bombers, tie bombers in the X-wing series, in also eyeball yeah, yeah, yeah. in the EU, uh, eyeballs for tie uh, fighters, squints for tie interceptors. It's really cool. Um, well, just just to preface for the listeners that are not planning to read it and are listening, this book takes place uh, after the Battle of Endor, <laughs> but before the Battle of Jakku, right? Right, it's actually it takes place before the events of the aftermath series altogether, yeah. because there was a reference in there. Um, so there's this group, the 204th Tie Fighter Wing, Shadow Wing, they call it, a uh, 204th Squadron, elite group of Tie pilots. Um, kind of rings a bell of the 181st a bit, and um, so on this one, it takes. Uh, as I said, takes place before the series, the aftermath series, because this Tie Fighter, this Commander uh, uh, Nures, Shakar Nures, <laughs> leader of the Tie Fighter Wing, um, she references all the different uh, admirals and moffs, aka warlords, that are still around. That you know they're trying to figure out who am I going to align myself with, and she makes reference to uh, Ray Sloan. As well as Moff Pandion, and Moff Pandion was still alive. He died in the first book of the Aftermath series. So, this takes place concurrently with the first novel of Aftermath at the very latest, um, but still pretty early. Also, another similarity to the Stackpole X-wing series that also took place within you know six months to a year after the Battle of Endor. So there are a lot of parallels here of just like a lot of cleanup, a lot of mop up. Like we need this elite group of pilots, or in this case of Alphabet Squadron, just a ragtag group of pilots who are coming from really super tragic, super PTSD backgrounds. Um, two pilots came from a pursued uh, Republic frigate, Riot Squadron, that was decimated by the 204th. Mm. Um, there is some other. Neat yeah, like all of, their squadron mates and friends died. All of them. The frigate, yeah. all their friends, one by one, because that's how the Imperials tracked them through space. They would disable one fighter and then get the nav computer out of the fighter to figure out where they went next. Because apparently you can't go to hyperdrive in a Y-Wing without an astromech droid, and it takes like or any, hours. Or any wing, yeah. Or any or anywhere, yeah. You need an yeah. astromech, and you need like some ship to like slave it to another ship to make it work. Uh, also, if like if an A wing, the A wing and a B wing never survived. Um, well, it, it just makes it faster all. if they're. If it they're makes it ma- it makes it faster yeah. instead of hours. It would take days. So well, the other way around, yeah. We're right, days instead of take hours. That's what they uh, compared it to in the book. Uh, Space other- is a funny thing. Yes. Space. <laughs> Um, they mentioned the YT-2400 uh, freighter. That's Dash Rendar's yep. the outrider. Yes. Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was pretty cool. So this whole, uh, this whole thing is taking place around the um, events of Operation Cinder. Yeah. That's a big deal in this book. 
yeah. a big deal in this book. And I love that. Me too. It's it's a, it's a big deal in the book, and it's and you're realizing that this is becoming a big deal in the whole galaxy in general, especially for Imperial survivors. Yeah, because that's like that's they're they're suddenly floating helpless. Like, what do I do? Like, there's no leadership, and then a thread is thrown out, mm. and it's Operation Cinder, and you're like, and the 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 things they have to do for Operation Cinder are just mostly unethical, it seems. Because they're yeah. just like wiping out a lot of innocent lives and killing, wiping out planets and shit like that. So you're getting right. a lot of defectors from it, and that's where the main character comes from. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Quell. She comes from uh, a uh, sort of imperial, PO, imperial POW <clears throat> outpost, um, gets assembled with this Republic agent. Uh, and they sort of assemble this ragtag group of pilots to try to take down the 204th that's just been causing a lot of reckless mayhem. Um, and one good point about the uh, Operation Cinder is that um, you can see the conflict that a lot of the people have in Operation Cinder. So, like, you you have uh, you have imperials that defect imperials that defect after it first started and then later on it's discussed as like well the imperials that are left in it now yeah they're the real fucking bad ones so if any of them defect at this point like no mercy like just lock <clears throat> up or execute them or yeah whatever there's a lot of that where i am in the book so far i think yeah. i'm only about the smart the ones through. defected the smart ones yeah, yeah. that like mm. like are you know are worthy of Maybe even staying like being taken up by the Republic, New Republic. Yeah, like Eric defected early, but yeah, the ones that stay in it are either following a really good leader, or they're dumb and they need to go away. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) and then they they go into detail a little detail about how fractured the uh, the remainder of the Empire is. Like they make reference to uh, Adelhard's faction in the Anoet sector. I know that was that was recent canon that was written about Moff Royan's fleet cut off near the Red Hand cluster. I'm just wait, starting wait, to write wait, wait. down. Back to the Anoat thing. Yeah, uh, Adelhard. Well, yeah, so he's in the the mobile game. Did you guys play that? Yes, What's I did not called? play that. I did no, not play I didn't play that. I didn't play I that. Didn't. It was like Star Wars Galaxy something or whatever. One of my friends played it though. He I played, he played it. that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't beat it, it, but I played it. <clears> it <throat> was okay. It wasn't great, but right. But it's cool that they mentioned him. You know, just even in passing, like, cool, there it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. Um, also, let's see, um, page 259, Chaz, one of the, she's the B-Wing pilot, she mentions that she met Jen Erso. Oh, yeah, yeah. And oh, okay. This, and this quote, uh, I wrote this one down, it's a little interesting. She says, Jen Erso, the woman who started it all and destroyed the first Death Star, the first one, the real one, I mean. And the guy she's talking to, well, General Skywalker and Red Squadron destroyed the Death Star. This is Nath, Tenson Nath. Or Nath Tenson. Another and, member uh, of the Alphabet Squad. Another member, yeah, he, he's mm-hmm. the Y-Wing pilot. Chaz is the B-Wing pilot. And Chaz responds with, Skywalker fired the last shot. That's what was all. Jen did everything that mattered. I met her once. Mm. So this... Cool. It, and, well, you know what? Like, it almost surprises me how like you'd think what Jin did wasn't very knowledgeable within the rebellion slash republic i guess 
Because what she did, like, she did it and then died. Like, there, there wasn't much left for people to, like, remember. Or, like, there wasn't a lot of people around to be like, yeah, yeah. we won. No, like, oh. we, they were running for their lives and died or whatever. You know what I mean? And they died. Yeah. yeah. The only, like, like Leia survived. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Right. Pretty much. But she didn't know about Jen. You know what I'm no. saying? Like, so it's, it's kind of crazy that, mm-hmm. like, you know. That there's someone in this book that remembers Jyn Erso. That's awesome. <coughs> right. Yeah, but she, she's remembered in the comics, though, isn't she? She's in the she comics. is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she That's is? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Star Wars 52, is it? I think something like that. Or something like, yeah. It was the Jedha arc. Yeah, it was. The Ashes of Jedha, wasn't it? The Ashes yeah. of Jedha one. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. That's mm. so one that, series okay. I have yet to read, and I <laughs> Yeah. So they said it was something related to her um, when she was talking around uh, Rebel headquarters in Yavin Four. Like they had this recording of her, like just really being inspiring. And then she's like, "Fuck it," she went off and did it by herself. So there's a lot of respect here for for Jin, um, and also in general, no one really knows who Skywalker is. Like people hear of the legend Luke Skywalker, but nobody really like kind of believes in the force or understands what Jedi are or that Luke has the force. So it's still like, it's pretty on the DL. Yeah. Like, well, you, Luke's abilities, like unless you're with them together, like you just don't know, you just hear about this shit and then naturally mm-hmm. people don't believe it. You, you learn there's multiple stories going around. Like, um, yeah, that the Jedi order was small. But then other people are like, no, 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 there were thousands of Jedi, which there was. Right. But like some people yeah. didn't think it was like a big, they were a big, they were just like a few, you know, religious zealots that wanted to take over. <clears throat> yeah. And but Han Solo kind of does that, though, in a new hope, doesn't he? He kind of talks like that. Yeah. Like they were, Ancient, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, hokey religion. Well, yeah. when you say hokey religion, um, the antagonist, this Colonel Shakara Nares, um, she identifies the Jedi as religious zealots because she's talking about Palpatine, right? So mm-hmm. then Supreme Chancellor Palpatine identified the corruption at the Republic's heart, the religious zealots who called themselves peacekeepers and expunged them. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. so it's like definitely a believer and like, again, hokey, hokey religion with ancient weapons kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I so yeah, the Jedi really are sort of expunged from the galaxy and nobody really knows who they are or what they do or what they did. Um, so that was, that was kind of cool how that kind of carried through. Um, let's see. Uh, can, any I, other cool can I mention one thing? Yeah. So uh, one of the biggest things that I took away from this was... Have you finished it, Ed? Sorry, Ed, have you finished this book yet? No, I'm three quarters. Yeah. Three quarters okay. through it. So you're a bit way ahead of so, me. Yeah. So far. Yeah. The galaxy is in total like chaos, pretty much. Um, They've they've won the Battle of Endor, and um, they've created this new republic, quote unquote. They already all know that Mon Mothma, in the end, doesn't want to have a military. (laughs) So they're Mm. like, as a soldier, what do you think about that? First of all. Um, yeah. Like you're gonna you're you're running around hunting down these remnants of the empire, but you know your what you're fighting for doesn't want a military. So where are you gonna be? Whatever. Um, but they also didn't expect to win. 
is what you right. kind of got the vibe from. Right. And so they're used to running and hiding because they're thieves and criminals and rebels, not like leading and like running planets and doing, you know, governing and shit. And they didn't think they would be hunting, you know, being on the offense. Mm. Well, they, so, 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 so like they, and I think Hera says this, she says, we weren't prepared to win this war. So she ends up saying like, you know, our supply lines, logistics, all that is a huge problem. And it slows them down like, whoa, in their, you know, quest to eradicate the empire. That was that was one of the big things, like for the setting after Endor, like the they weren't ready. Mm. Which I would mean, be you, you, which would be right, though, wouldn't it? It would be right yeah. because yeah, you know the, the the might of the Empire, and it was kind of it's a good point to make of like you know we didn't think we were going to win, um, but like I say, I'm not far enough enough yet. But it's interesting what Jimmy says with the. The X-wing series and the you know the comparisons. Do you think that's deliberate, James? That they've gone back to that and hinted at it. I don't know. I mean, yes, yes, you're right. Yeah, they have. it's got to be, hasn't it? It's got to be. You, th- you think deliberate. they'll get into the takeover of Coruscant? I would love it. I I hope so. I think so. I mean, it, it's really building because we haven't really seen any other stories behind any major characters other than Leia. Hmm. Like we still don't like solo. I mean, a little bit of solo with the with his standalone book, but um, racing and shit. Yeah, yeah, but like nothing. There's nothing about Luke. Luke's a big one. And what about like other Republic leadership, like Mon Mothma and Admiral Akbar and General Nadine, also um, General Aaron Kraken. So again, another throwback to the expanding universe from Ooh. the X Wing series. Uh, it's Alliance Intelligence Chief Aaron Kraken, so another character that's brought in. So it looks like, and, and I'm sensing this is this is sort of the trend here. They're kind of picking and choosing what they want to take out from the EU, like the really cool parts. Hopefully, at least they are to me, anyways. Um, like the parts that did well, the everything that like read well, that sold well. So like Thrawn, for instance, mm. uh, and now that. <laughs> The X Wing now the X Wing series like all those cool bits and pieces because they they must have seen the reaction that the people had to Rogue One. I mean Rogue One was like with they the nitty gritty battlefield movie that everybody f- never knew they ro- realized that they wanted. Yeah, it was like the less glamorous part of the rebellion. Mm. And I think and that that sells it, TV right now. Like people buy that great. shit. The ending was great, Ed, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah, <laughs> the, I mean it's it makes it makes for it makes for good television. I mean, you want to hear, you want to see like, you want to see like tumultuous emotional relationships with all the characters on screen, and not just pretend that it's like some normal thing. You know what I mean? Mm. It's like, oh no, I went through this very traumatic experience, and now I'm over it. Now we really want to see that affect the character like throughout mm. everything, and you definitely get that vibe in the book. Like, there's definitely some PTSD going on. Um, and they talk about it and how they're dealing with it, and it's it's pretty cool. Mm. I mean, I've, so, so far, I've only just started, but she, the, the main character is she a bit? Is it a bit kind of like 
Iden Versio's one in Battlefront Two. Not, not, and not that no. you, uh, not what you think. So she, you find out that she, like her, her motive, motivation all along is to like gain enough skills to join the rebellion. She never really believed in the empire, but she wanted it to. She used it as a means to an end, like become a fighter pilot, become very good at what she does, and then mm. the story is she would eventually defect, which I thought was kind of interesting. You're talking about Quell, right? Quell, yeah, 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 yeah. Eric Quell. And you, you just never, she just never had that opportunity to defect, and she just kind of stayed because it was safe. You know what I mean? Like the empire like feeds her every day and does us all all this other shit. So it was very interesting to see that dynamic. Um, not sure how that'll play out, but we're gonna have two more books to see it. Uh, so with your comparison to like Iden Versio, uh, she's not as turncoat as Iden Versio. She's more like, listen, I'm in this to kind of save myself and fight for something good here. Okay, I get it, but she's very reluctant. She's very uh, secretive about her past. Where Iden Versio is just kind of like, hey, here we go, 180 degree turn. I'm gonna tell you fucking everything now. Yeah, yeah. Well, she had personal issues that just fucking happened and totally flipped her. Oh, daddy issues. Well, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Daddy (laughs) issues included. Yeah. I'll also quick mention they mention not uh, her by name, but uh, Inferno Squad assisting with the uh, um, salvation of Naboo from Operation Cinder. So the events that take place. During uh, Battlefront Two, definitely uh, like occur. I mean, uh, okay, okay, yeah. have occurred rather. So I thought that was kind of cool. I mean, this uh, just yeah, sorry, yeah, I'm yeah. all over the place here, but I just really liked and enjoyed reading this book, and I'm super glad that they're going to be making two more after this. Yeah, I, I will say it starts out slow. The character development could have. I, I realize. They still had character development, but it happens in like the second third of the book, which makes you really like start loving it at that point. But I feel like maybe in the first third, the author Freed could have maybe made it more like shorter, possibly or fewer characters. Like you're introduced so many names. Yeah, well, he he introduced everybody, but in a not very action-packed riveting way i feel like if you're gonna do it you can do it like an action-packed riveting way this is how they are and you assume they have these allegiances to their squadron and shit and that okay you feel bad for them and then bam their backstory but it was like it was drawn out too much in the first act and i think in the second act you get what you want and it's a little too late for some people see i agree with that I agree with that so far because, and I wonder, I wonder with this book, uh, we spoke, Ed, about how I thought the Dooku book worked brilliantly on audio, on audiobook. I thought that worked brilliantly on audio, and you know, because I listen to a lot of audiobooks when I'm driving. This one, you know, when you kind of not fully concentrating sometimes or whatever it might be because you're driving, and I'm like, I've got to rewind it. Or, or listen it, again, yeah. or yeah, because I'm, I'm not, I don't know if I'm a quarter of the way through or the third of the way through, whatever the fuck, I, I don't know. But it's like, it's not got, it's not got me yet. I'm just like, I'm finding it quite hard work at the minute. I will read it, right. and I will fucking do it. And it's interesting that you say that because that's exactly how I'm feeling at the minute. Of like, I think I need to probably 
sit down and read it because they've just kind of threw everything at the kitchen sink at it at the minute. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, holy shit. That's exactly. Um, yeah. You get what you want with Quell. Like, Mm. And the main character, and, yeah, and, she's predictable. But we, it was almost spent a lot much. of time with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, they they want to try to give everybody a proper backstory, right? Right. And, and I think you, if they took, s- I think if they took like some away from Quell and gave it to like other characters, it would have been better. But it just like suddenly, like halfway through the book, you're given these amazing backstories of everyone else in Alphabet Squadron, and it's yeah. like, oh I mean, shit. Okay. The, there's a lot of like I'll say like tumultuous, um, tumultuous drama that's been going on in the early part of the book because really you're getting you're getting sections of all of our main characters. You're not getting like one like string to strung together flowing theme. Mm-hmm. Like it's all just like chunks of each other building up, and like you have so many names to try to remember. Oh fuck! And then they're dead. Oh fuck! And then they're dead. Shit! How many people are dying out here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many do you focus on? It's almost like Game. Yeah, it's almost like Game of Thrones, where it's like you really don't know who's gonna live or live or die in this thing. Which, I mean, I'll attribute to the writing, the writing, the skill, the writing. I thought it was really good. Was a little bit slow and like convoluted at times. The at the beginning, yes, but once. Got, having got past the halfway point being like, oh, okay, all these characters are really fucked up and got some mental issues. <clears throat> now this plays into the remainder of the story so much more. Because we would hear about like shit with, uh, with previous characters and the Star Wars X-Wing stuff that Mark Stackpole did. Like, you know, Tychel Kelchu, for instance. He was uh, captured by the Imperials and then released kind of thing, but they don't know why. So they always treated him as like a spy, an underground spy and everything else. I thought his story was the most like exciting about it because they went into such drama about it. And everybody else is like, oh, yeah, well, he's from here and she's from here. And he has a family that does this and they've done that. And she's traumatized because her sister died here or whatever. And it's like, okay, great. Fact filed away. The story told here in Alphabet Squadron is more immersive. Like you're like, oh man, they went through all this shit. Like they picked off every one of their squad mates from their squadrons before they survived and broke away. <clears throat> mm. Yeah, cool. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's I, my will, I will. I will get there. I will get to the end. But like, yeah, yes, yeah, as will I. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just gotta get forty percent into it, then it'll start going good. Well, Seriously, it's, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, I've, right. I've, I've quite enjoyed kind of what I've re- read so far, and I think I'm only about like a quarter of the way in. But it's just kind of like great to kind of hear, you know, like the immediate effects. It's like we know kind of you know, kind of what happened within a certain degree of after Endor, but to kind of see kind of like the camps open up, and you know, of, of mm-hmm. you know, those who kind of like openly you know and how each wave of um uh surrenders were kind of treated differently right you know that was something that i thought was like really cool you know like the first wave were kind of like yeah okay come on you know you've clearly seen the end of the ways and then the second wave comes in it's kind of like well, it kind of took your time, so we're going to have to be a little bit harder on you. <laughs> yeah. And then the third yeah. wave comes in, it's kind of like, yeah, okay, I kind of, yeah. And then the ones that just don't defect, and it's kind of like, yeah. It's, it, it's, it's, it's really great to kind of see how, you know, this one kind of, you know, military might is, 
being kind of like divvied up disassembled it's like, yeah. yeah 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 uh it, it's it's it gives a great picture of the state of the galaxy right mm-hmm. after endor it's awesome. chaotic yeah, yeah. yeah cool well yeah. you uh you well, you were mentioning there dave you know because operation cinder is going on and if you recall like part we we still need more description of the emperor's true intent but you know his intention was to have the most hardcore of the hardcore saved. Yeah. So through Operation Sender, he really sees, or not that he really would see at this point, um, who's who's actually with him, like who believes, who's the true believer. Like in Lost Stars, yeah. there's that uh, lieutenant from uh, Alderaan who still believes that the Emperor was right in blowing up his home world. Like it's that fucked up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm 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 pretty I'm pretty excited for that. That's that's gonna be some um, that's gonna be some good stuff. That's great. Yeah, yeah. And 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 also, wasn't there in the in the uh, talking Age of Rebellion book, um, comic book? There was actually a gunner on the Death Star who was from Alderaan. Yeah, wasn't there, and he ended up kind of, you know, because he hesitated, oh, yeah, getting yeah. himself blown out of an airlock. Yeah, probably should have done spoiler of that thingy there, but never mind. <laughs> <laughs> we need another one. We need another. One. <laughs> yeah. no, I'll awesome, play man. one more. Ready? Once more, the Sith will rule the galaxy, and we shall have spoilers. <laughs> nice. Nice. Never get no. That will never get uh, old. Um, yeah, I wasn't really sure what my point was going to be, but it was, <laughs> <laughs> it was, no, no, no. It but like that, that the defecting thing, Alderaan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. mentions how Alderaan caused a lot of defections, defections. Yes, and then and then obviously Endor did, but um, yeah, that's that's it. I mean, there's there's a lot there's a lot more here that I mean we can go into as like other bits of this sort of new new style of story is coming up with the new books and stuff like that. I mean, I'm really excited and it seeing books like this getting written really puts me at ease of the whole like, you know, resetting all the legend stuff, getting rid of the old canon, coming with the new canon. So I'm I'm pretty pleased with uh what's 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 been going on so far. Fuck resistance, but uh everything's pretty cool. <laughs> um, and, I mean we just gotta really see where it takes us. So right. I'm excited. Pretty pumped. Well, that does it for tonight, guys. Good job. Well, Dave, thanks for uh, thanks yeah. for joining us, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on, buddy. It's been great, man. It's been it's been awesome it's, speaking to you guys. This is again. all we do. We yeah. just talk and have fun every week. We just talk Ooh. and shoot the shit. Who folks, cares how can... long it goes? Just yeah. do it. <laughs> remember, folks, you can check out Mr. David Strutt at David Strutt on Twitter. So don't forget, send us some reviews on emails, some iTunes. So send us some reviews on emails. <laughs> send us some reviews on iTunes. Send us, I mean, send us in some emails, scruffypodcasters at gmail.com. Don't forget, if you want a t-shirt, send us an email, scruffypodcasters at gmail.com. Put you on the they list of t-shirts. They are beautiful. Dave's got one, and it's amazing. Beautiful. beautiful. Yep. So there we are, and there we go, and there it went. Uh... Save the dream. Who got it? Who got it? Who got it? Who got it? Oh, oh, Cheerio, Cheerio.
this party's over.